Let's get this bitch started. Stupid yet the rhyme's so brilliant Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million Too high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling What the blood clot, how did all these thug rocks Have me looking dumb hot, with my eyes all bloodshot Now that's a mugshot, in the making No need for ovens when Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast H-Cubed up in this bitch And this week... My man Crispin Bass can't be here, so I brought my man Mars to help fill in. He's been on the podcast before, but welcome back, my man. Hey, what's up, Trey? How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. How you feeling? Good, man. I'm good, really good. Excited to talk to you. It's been a while. Exactly, bro. It's been a good while. It's great to hear your voice again. It's great to see you, actually, because we haven't hung out since you still since you yeah, let's say, mobbed out. Talking, baby. We haven't seen each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I mobbed out. You know, I left to I left Maryland. Yeah, it's been a while. Not in Los Angeles now. White people care, but yeah. Hey, well, you're still in California, so you're beating me up. I'm Hollywood, man. <laughs> I'm Hollywood. Oh man, but yes, thank you for being here and and doing the show with me today. Really, really appreciate it. Sure. And uh, today we're just gonna go ahead and do a regular episode. My man might come back and do an album review with us sometime. Uh, so we'll look we'll look forward to that. But uh, absolutely, let's, let's just go ahead and slide into this regular episode. Now, the first thing I wanted to say today is I actually like, you know, politics doesn't often cross the world of hip hop unless someone's bitching about something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. um, when, when politics is bitching about hip hop. Basically, you, that's what I'm exactly, yeah. exactly where I'm going with that. Um, but yeah, like uh, apparently Mr. President Obama, when he was running for president the first time and while he was basically through his first term, he apparently listened to a lot of Jay-Z and uh, he said that he said in a, in a, he's got a podcast now with Bruce Springsteen I don't even know if you know that no I didn't random that's right pretty awesome as random as shit but it's vicious and he was talking about uh, one song that just kind of kept him going uh, was from the Black Album and it was my first song and I'm just like okay Mr. President was good and he said one line specifically that got him through a lot was treat my first as my last and my last as my first and my thirst is the same as when i came and i'm just like that's a bar too <laughs> yeah and and, and, it, and it's i think it's it's definitely i mean it's it's that whole album's a motivating album oh yeah first of all mm-hmm. i mean album from from start to finish because remember that was at that time that was and we don't get need to get too crazy into the album review but that but that at, at that time remember it was to be jay-z's last album mm-hmm. everyone yep. was so not only did it have you know a crazy impact in that regard because everyone was like you know first of all everyone all eyes were on it because everyone's looking to pass judgment you're saying this is your last one you're your last hoorah uh-huh. everyone's picking it apart and there's nothing bad to pick apart about the album exactly uh, like, like fact, every zone is a banger on that album like that is one of the start few to start to finish like gang gang bang bang like everything is vicious and i actually sidebar i when i'm my first time I saw Jay-Z, I went to the Rock the Mic tour, and it was um, Jay-Z headlined it with 50 Cent. And Jay-Z, this is this was the album that was out, the Black Album, so it was apparently like his last tour, so he did it big. I mean, the show was like a smooth two and a half, three hours. 
on Jeez. top on top of everyone else we'd seen that day. Because Fabulous and Lil Mo started the show, followed by Missy Elliott, followed by Busta Rhymes, followed by Fifty Cent, and then Jay Z closed it out. It was still Jeez. three hours, and we were in the rain watching this show. But he did every song from damn near every album. He did he did almost the entire Blueprint that day. And back then, like I wasn't as hard into Jay Z as I am now. I was like, you know, I you know I heard his stuff, blah blah blah, but I'd never really heard like a whole album of his until the Black album. And I was like, yo, this John Vicious. So I had never heard the Blueprint until this time, and I was just like, yo, what the? Oh, wow. I, I was like, okay, gotta go find this album right now. <laughs> I remember when Blueprint was this old, old man bit here. I remember <laughs> when the Blueprint was released because I believe that a Jagged Edge album came out that same day. Just to kind of put in perspective, like how old this is, <laughs> and uh, I, I just remember being with with my buddy Anthony at the time, and uh, he's over here, he's over here eyeballing. This is when you bought CDs in the store, yeah. And so he's over here eyeballing this Jagged Edge album, and and and, and I'm looking at him like, "What are you doing, man? It's like you got, we got to forget the freaking the new Jay Z, the Blueprint, you know, coming off of you know Volume Three, I believe was mm-hmm. before. No, maybe it was Rock La Familia, um, but uh, the Blueprint slate. I mean, start to finish. It's kind of it's it's you 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 bring up the Obama podcast and him bringing it up on the podcast. Uh, what's the likelihood that Bruce Springsteen knew what song he was talking about when he brought it up? Like, is like like Bruce is like, oh yeah, Black Album. I know that. Yeah, it's, it's in heavy rotation. <laughs> I guarantee. I mean, of course, Bruce knows who Jay Z is, obviously. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah but like, I'm yeah, I'm sure he's not that well versed in his stuff. So, if at all. <laughs> I mean, shit, you never know. Some of these people surprise the shit out of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's like, well, like Bruce is like, oh yeah, I covered the whole thing. Exactly. Like, I have a whole. No, nah, yeah. Like, we we went on tour together. Don't say, <laughs> I just don't say the N word. You know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I you, actually uh, thought that was really vicious for real. But uh, did, that do you um, think? Um, do you think that he like? They've met, right? They had to have met. Who? Oh, uh, Jay Z and Obama, Obama and Jay Z. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah. His wife performed at his second inauguration. Oh well, shit. There you go. <laughs> Who's his wife? <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember, like, you know, when when uh, when they've had their first kid, you know, everyone's like, "There's no way she, she had a kid with that ugly motherfucker." And then you see the kid, and you're like, "Well, that's yep, Jay Z. That's Jay Z's kid." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. But, Have you ever seen like? There's a thing I, I forgot where I saw it, probably Instagram or Twitter or something, but it's it's regular people that look like Jay Z. Yes. That shit killed <laughs> me. I was dying for like 10, 15 minutes. I was just watching it on loop. I sent it to everybody. I was like, nah, that shit. Oh my god. Because the funny thing is not just like you would think like if you heard that, like obviously this isn't well, I, it's a visual medium, like I guess with what we're doing, but in terms of like just you know, this is audio, but you know, folks, go give it a look because it's not what you think it is. It's not just a bunch of black dudes that look like Jay Z. Uh-huh. It's white women, uh-huh. it's white men. Yep, little it's kids, little kids. Yeah, it's, it's old like, people. It's, it's pictures ridiculous. from like yeah, pictures from like the twenties. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's like it's crazy. It's like somehow somebody like went through all these pictures. You know, and just and went and found all. And they, I think Troy Aikman's one of them. Oh, yes, yes. The, oh Troy God, one of them. Because he really does. They do look Fuck alike. Ever guy. since the older Troy gets, the more he looks like Jay. I'm sorry to God. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, There's no love over here either. <laughs> so I, I got something tied into into to social media here. So, mm-hmm. um, do you remember the Catch Me Outside girl? 
Oh yeah, Bad little, baby. yeah, I remember her. A little, yeah. Little kid. That's the girl. Telling Dr. Phil to, to, to step outside to square up. Yep, basically. And her, mo- and, her, and, her and, and, and sitting next to the most, probably the, the, the worst parent in the history of parents, that, you know, that allowed her kids just to do all this stuff. Oh, yeah, no, oh, yeah. And uh, she's parlayed that into a rap career. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And she actually just turned 18 two days ago. Oh, okay. Well, good for her. <laughs> and yeah. So the first thing she does when she turns 18 is she creates. And OnlyFans. Of course she did. Because, Not like she got much to show. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Well, everyone, everyone wants to. Everyone's, you know, everyone's doing it for a cash grab and everything. Sure. So, well, I mean, she was um, fifteen the last time I saw her, so I don't know what she looked like now. That's the thing. So she's she just turned eighteen, right? Mm-hmm. So, just take a guess at how much money she made the first day of OnlyFans. Hundred K. One million dollars. One million American dollars. Mm-hmm. American dollars. She, uh, I. I they have the breakdown of it, but it's like 700,000 700, in subscriptions, another 250,000 in just messaging, like people paying her to message with her and the remaining in tips. What? So number one, I, I don't, I've never been on OnlyFans. So, I mean, I, I, what I associate OnlyFans with is is just when when the when the pandemic occurred, everyone was like, all right, all, all the all the, the thoughts out there had to figure out a way to all to, the bad jumps, yep, <laughs> monetarily make money off of you know shit because they couldn't now go out and do shit exactly and make money. Yep. So, um, my I guess I, I my biggest question with this is if if she make a million dollars, right? That's all well and good, man. Mm-hmm. I appreciate. It. I can't. I can't knock for it. Her. You know, for if, her. if I was able to to sign up for that and, and people would give me my because from my understanding, there's no nudity. In it. It's just pictures of her. It's not like she's oh doing damn anything. like it's not. <laughs> no, be celebrities but, be doing that on only on OnlyFans. They just put oh, up like for sure. I think Bella Hadid did it, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and people were like, oh shit, we can see like see some some titties or something. And no, she was just doing it just to just to take your money. Yeah, y'all, which thought. is what this chick did. Mm-hmm. But I guess my biggest question out of the whole thing is just thinking about it is she just turned eighteen, mm-hmm. so I don't know how many subscribers that seven hundred and fifty thousand or seven hundred thousand breaks down to, mm-hmm. but. What that tells me is that a lot of you motherfuckers out there were looking at her when she was a kid uh-huh. and thinking that she was attractive. And uh-huh. as soon as she was able to, when she was an adult, you now want to look at Show it. Like all of a sudden, yep. she just got a million dollars, a million dollars worth of fans overnight. Uh-huh. That means you sickos out there were looking at her titties when she was 15, 16, and <laughs> 17. And that, that's, that, I mean, maybe I'm just thinking outside the, I'm sorry, outside the box and, you know, maybe I'm a little off base, but I mean, think about it, you know? I mean, it sounds about right to me, bro, because uh, yeah. why else would you do it? Because everybody knows how she started and she started mad young. So, and I mean, like, I, yeah, y'all niggas is nasty. That's all I got to say. Y'all, y'all thought y'all was an album review for her? No. <laughs> Never. Why? If you guys could see Trey's face right now, he didn't give you that response. His face said it all. He said, nope. I mean, maybe if she come out and get like, you know, some kind of critically acclaimed something, I, yeah. I'll check it out. But I, you know what? She When she released her first project, I went ahead and listened to it because people were like, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. So like, I was like, I don't need nothing from this. Like, if it's not good enough to keep any attention, I don't need her because I don't need her 
talking shit because that's all I ever hear about her is talking shit or fighting with somebody on she's social media. Yeah, she's she's a heel. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, and then when oh. she showed up in that video saying that uh, Dr. Phil had to apologize or she was going to rat him out about something, and she had that ridiculous perm making her look like Peggy Bundy, I was like, yo, that. <laughs> oh, she's she's like she's the poster child for like black assimilation. <laughs> You know, like, I mean, it's really, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, I can't think of anything. Speaking on behalf of, of the black community, we refuse to accept her application. <laughs> that shit has been rejected and shredded twice now. <laughs> I don't want to be left with that. <laughs> like the way that most deaf. <laughs> no hustling here. No hustling here. <laughs> we'll take Eminem. Well, you hold on a gosh darn minute there. <laughs> play, can't hate a player for playing. <laughs> oh, Dude, that's, shit. that's a that's a uh, another thing that uh, so with Chappelle, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the that's the old Chappelle skit for yep. all those that for all those youngsters who don't know. Yep. Um, Look it up. That, that dude, that dude has been on a rip lately, like with, uh, with, with touring, we're not necessarily touring, but he actually created a, 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 a stand-up comedy venue in Texas on a bunch of like, uh, in the back of like a, a pit fire, like a, like a smoke pit. Yep, like, you like know, the where COVID, they do barbecue. Yeah. He had a little COVID spaced out, you know, had everyone separated. Yep. Yeah. And he brought in some hitters. He brought in like Bill Burr. He brought in Michelle Wolf. He brought in, I think Rogan did some, cause Rogan now moved out there. Oh, Everyone's wow. moving out of LA. Yeah, that's true. I've heard. It's kind of crazy. Like, it's not like I came here for that anyway, so it's not impacting me. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think for a lot of up-and-coming people that are looking to to do comedy especially or anything, you know, you now you now are going to have more opportunity working at, like, the comedy store and some of these clubs and some of these venues because a lot of the people that, that, people that were mainstays are now gone. You know, the people that lived around the corner from the comedy store, the Rogans, the Tom Segura's, mm-hmm. all these famous comedians, that could just, you know, they would pop in on a Tuesday night. You, there's now a void. So, yeah. um, you know, in, in, in a sense, it actually could turn into like a renaissance of some, you know, sort bring everyone back in or bring, you know, bring a newer crowd into to life. That's true. That's very so, true. I mean, it, you know, just, you know, if, you, if you've always got your stalwarts around, you really don't have time for a lot of the new ones to shine. So now you do. But y'all got to take advantage and do some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you come up with yeah, some, yeah. Put your best bad shit baby, out there. We're talking to you. <laughs> no, she, she's one that just needs to go away. Like, she just, and young, if we could do, if I could do the Thanos jump with the, boom, I would get her and like, a, I would have like a list of like 50 people say, instantly that would get yeah. snapped the fuck off earth. All right. Top five. Top five. <laughs> top five? Difficult top five. Just top five. Uh-uh, I can't name that. Five. I can't do that top five, but I know, just know that she's on there. Cause you know, ja I, you know what? Jaru is still on my list. Jaru, it's been 15 years. <laughs> I still don't forgive the guy. And that's all fire fest, and I was like, you know, fuck you again. You know? <laughs> Apparently, like what? He just sold the name of that shit, or got? I don't know. He just did something with the name of that shit, or the rights to that shit. Yeah, because it, it didn't make sense time timeline. Like it wasn't like he was doing this like you know right after like you know rule 316 yeah you know this was like this was well after his you know i think at the time he was driving like an uber or some shit no god you know and he was like you know let's get like whose bright idea was like you know what ja rule's free <laughs> ja rule's always like, free <laughs> ja rule's always free ja rule has nothing in his cameo inbox right now nope 100 percent. probably don't have anything in his regular nothing. inbox no one's no <laughs> <laughs> oh, um man. All right, well let's 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 move on to um 
a little bit of controversy because you know there's always some type of controversy in the world of hip hop. Love me some tea. Yes. Uh, well, as you all know, the little Nas X has recently released a video. I think it's called "Call My Name" or something like that. Um, mm. I have not heard the whole song, nor have I seen any of the video except for that part that everyone has seen the meme of him just sliding down the pole and. I mean, to me, the song doesn't sound bad. And honestly, I don't mind most of Lil Nas X's music. Like, you know, it's just no, no, it's like little poppy hip hop music. You know, it's whatever. You know, sometimes it bops, sometimes it doesn't. The, I, and honestly, I don't give a fuck what you do in your music video, me personally. But I'd rather not see a grown man in in like booty shorts and and like uh, thigh high leather boots twerking down a pole. Yeah. Basically, like I'm yeah. cool on that. Like, um, yeah. But I'm also, the the damn shoes. I can't. We can't. We can't really speak on the video because before we talked the podcast, before we started the podcast, uh, we both said that we didn't see the video. So there's not really anything yeah. that we can actually Screenshots. say about the video. But yeah. um, screenshots. So this, we're, not, we're not we're not grazing over that, folks. Sorry, we just don't. We just haven't seen it, so we don't want to yeah, talk about it. Pretty much. But the shoe controversy, I have heard a little bit about. Um, mm-hmm. Now they are the the devil shoes, which is the first part of the controversy. Um, yep. They are supposedly Nikes, which is the second part of the controversy. Nike Nike Air Max ninety sevens. Yeah. And then uh, the third controversy is apparently that they have the devil shoe and God shoe, apparently. But with the devil shoe, there's a drop of human blood somewhere in the shoe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why, why that would be a feature, <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, that's not really a strong selling point. It's not, no, no, no. But I don't know. What, what do you think about this? You know, it's I, I found I found the, the the price astounding. Right? How much were they? You would think. All right, so there's so there's they made six hundred and sixty six shoes. Obviously. Oh, of course. I mean, it, yeah. how many? How many other? But you would think that they would set the price point at six hundred and sixty six dollars. <laughs> no, they didn't. It's they're like twelve hundred. What? Okay. A shoe. Okay. Not per shoe, but per pair of shoe. So like Marilyn um, Manson will probably buy a pair. Maybe yeah, Ozzy Osbourne. I'm trying to think of yeah, Ozzy Osbourne, hundred uh, percent. What's his uh, name? Rob Zombie. <laughs> Uh, Probably Billy Bob Thornton since he used to carry Angelina's blood around his chest. He should get a hey Billy Bob Thornton should be he should buy several pairs just for Lil Nas X bringing them back. <laughs> no bull. Because uh, all he was known for since Aggy Break Your Heart was the Oh the, no, you're the, talking the, about uh poor parenting. That's I, Billy Bob Thornton is the um, Billy Cyrus. Yeah, Billy Bob Thornton is oh, the Oh, you're talking about Billy Bob Thornton and he had the yeah. little vial of the blood. Okay. Yep. I was going I was going uh, I thought Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, Billy thing. Ray Cyrus. I was I, I was trying to figure out his name too, like because I yeah. <laughs> But um, but yeah, like I, I mean, what do you think about the shoes, though? Uh, I mean, they look. I was gonna say they look fire, but <laughs> um, they're good. I mean, they're nice. They're just you know, it's my thing is is that I don't need to be catching Hep C, <laughs> or, you know, having a shoe. Like I don't know where the blood's been. You know, <laughs> whose blood is? If it? I knew whose blood it was. I might be like, if it was Lil Nas X's blood, okay, sure. <laughs> But I mean, just like you said, I mean, it's like who wants, like who wants a shoe with blood already on it? It's like I mean, uh, I mean like Kurt I guess, Schilling, you know, I, you got the sock with all the blood. To me, I'm assuming that you know the blood is not just like sitting in there. Like obviously, it's like absorbed by something in the shoe at that point. Um, oh yeah, of course. But like the thing that really I think also bothers a lot of people, especially it's going to bother a lot of Christians and. Um, any religious people, white people? is that white people <laughs> is that i believe yeah. it has like a gold pentagram right on like the tongue of the shoe or like right on the yep. top of the sh- like across the top of the, the foot on the tongue yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that i'm sure sent a lot of people's heads spinning look here's the thing with this guy i mean you could 
again, he, he makes music that a lot of people like. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Old Town Road is not a bad song. That's the only thing I really know him by. Actually, hold on. There was a song he came out with afterwards, and I forgot what it was called. Panini? It was a food, yeah. Yeah, Panini. Because he had the remix of um, the baby on it. That was hot. I loved it. <laughs> but see, uh, so he makes, like, good poppy music, and mm -hmm. you can't, like, you can't fault the guy for... He, the guy figures out a way to get his name out. Uh -huh. Now, whether it's to his detriment or not, Hillbillies hated him when he put out Old Country Road. Black folks hated him when, when he put out Old Country Road. The fact of the matter is that someone must have liked him because he sold a fuck ton of records. Basically. And like you like you said, oh. it's very poppy music. It's easy to it's easy to get along to. Even the kids can really get along to it. It's just his visuals. He does, he's like... Excuse me, he's like the new version of Lady Gaga because remember when she first came out, her her whole crazy visuals and shit oh, yeah. was just wilding oh, yeah. all the time. And it was like every time you turned around, she was dressed crazy as shit. She had crazy stage, you know, stage presences on concerts and and, and video award show uh, performances and all that other shit. It's just like it was crazy. And now she he's doing the same like thing. Raw, she showed up in like a raw meat dress. Exactly. And I feel like he just kind of took it and just kind of like took it up to eleven, <laughs> like whatever she did, and took it up to eleven. Because he comes yeah, all the time in crazy outfits. Would you see the picture that, I don't know if it was photoshopped, or I think it might have been like maybe a prosthetic that was put on just for shock value, but there's a picture of him with tits. Wow. Didn't see that. Yeah, look it, look it up. I mean, I don't, I mean, you know, look it up right now. You can kind of see it just to see it. Like, just type in Lil Nas X tits. You know, it's <laughs> like, it's, it's fucking, you're like, what the fuck is this guy doing? But he's also one of the first, also first hip-hop artists to come out and say he's bisexual and be true. extremely open about it. Very you know? true. Unlike Tevin Campbell, who can't fucking just come out of the closet already. <laughs> Leave Tevin alone. Been, oh, wow. It's been 27 years. It's okay, Tevin. We, that is a very disturbing image. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Tevin Campbell. I, was like, I mean, no, like, yeah, that guy? rumor's been around about Tevin Campbell. You leave Tevin Campbell alone. Yeah, I ain't. I'm sorry. Tevin Campbell's like, hey, should be hey. should be chilling somewhere. You know what I'm saying? 2011, man. Tevin Campbell's getting a shout out on a podcast. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me see. Now, this is always something I always found funny is that, like, when people die, especially musicians and stuff, and you know how they always have their people that, you know, that ride hard for them. And sometimes you can see the actual love and sincerity in the shit that they say. And then sometimes you just look at other ones and you're just like, I can't sense anything real in that. And that's how I've always looked at Fat Joe when it came to Big Pun's death. He was always talking about it. But like, you know, like, oh, my boy, big up my boy, big up my boy. But then when, you know, the the whole terror squad fell apart, found out he wasn't taking care, you know, the money wasn't going to Pun's family like it should have. All it is, and, uh, and it was just like, Dog, you did not take care of you. You know, you didn't ride for your man's like you like, yeah, you're all voiced. Ooh, excuse me. You're all voiced out about it. But I mean, like, look at Puffy. Puffy, you know, his biggest artist, big. That was his man's, too. But he took care of his family and made sure all the shit was good for them and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, I, I mean, it's just really fucked up. Like, people don't realize, like, what, like, you know, like Puff understood with, with Big that, that, you know, that's what got him pretty much got him to where he was. You know, Puff had, had he had, you know, produced albums before, but, uh -huh. you know, when he, you know, big is what what propelled Bad Boy to what it is. Same thing with with Fat Joe. Fat Joe would not be Don Cartagena wouldn't be a thing without without Pun coming out with with Capital Punishment or uh -huh. with uh, you know with any of his even earlier stuff. Well, you know, Don Cartagena you know, so, came out mad early. Like it came out like ninety three, yeah. I think. Like, but it didn't get it did not gain notoriety until. 
True. Know, I'd venture to say probably 97, 98 is when really when when people really started listening to Don Cartagena. True. Or Fat Joe in general. In general. Yeah, because they went back. Um, it's like, okay, he's rapping like this. Let's see. But he was pretty good back in the day. Like, I will no, say that, like, uh, but pun, like, I've always said that pun amplified Fat Joe. Like, he amplified Fat Joe, just yeah. took him to another level. And I've, Fat Joe's pretty much been a lazy rapper ever since, like, ever since pun died and in my opinion like the level of his rapping ability he's just been lazy as fuck about on, on a lot of things yeah but, and i don't know i don't know the i think you're absolutely right i mean i don't know the timeline of of pun's death to when when lean back and everything came out uh i want to say it happened prior to let me see i think pun died in like 2000 um, maybe 2001 and lean, okay, yeah. lean back and, didn't and, come and out to like 2005 yeah yeah, or 05 rather. Yeah, 05, yeah, 05 something like that. It was, it was a minute. Uh, but, which was, um, and that was a pretty solid album. Mm-hmm. No, uh, it was, it was. But hey, um, it was cool like some... Drake, man. I, I, I forgot about Cool and Drake. Great producers. Very true, what very happened? true. Um, um, but recently... But yeah, after that, mm-hmm. nothing. No, nothing. You know, nothing. Well, the reason I bring all of this shit up is that recently, mm-hmm. Big Pun had a street named after him in the Bronx. And they had a, you know, they had a big ass ceremony and family, friends, you know, co-artists and everybody were there. Obviously, notably, biggest notable person not there was Fat Joe. And apparently Fat Joe got on a live stream and was basically like, you know, you know, problems with other people that would be there. You know, I just didn't want to bring the drama, blah, blah, blah. And apparently Cuban Link, who he, we all know he had problems with back in the day. He just basically spoke out and was like, it's me. Like, you know what's going on? Like, you know, you should be here celebrating for your mans, but you're not at every turn. You know, you're talking about, I love my man. I love Big Pun, blah, 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 prayers up to the family or your prayers up to him and blah, blah, blah. But like, you never do anything. Like, you don't, you don't memorialize him. You don't, you know, you don't do this. You don't take care of his family. Like, he just called him out on everything that he's, he has not done. So it was just like. Yeah, but and that's the thing. Like, it's like I mean, you're 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 spot on. Like in terms of like, he should be there. Yeah. I mean, there's not. Look, we've all we've all been to family gatherings where we just don't like our aunt or we don't like our cousin or mm-hmm. there's someone we just don't get along with. But you know what? On the holidays, we're there, or during memorial services, or during weddings, or whatever the case may be, baptisms. We're there because we need to be there. It mm-hmm. doesn't like, and and there's always this. Look again. You and I have both, and everyone probably listening is always have been in a situation where they are made to feel uncomfortable during a, a going to one of these gatherings. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that there's always this unspoken rule of thumb that you just you don't bring that shit around until you're outside of that. You know, you don't you're not bickering over the Thanksgiving table. We're not bickering, you know, over at, at, a, at a memorial at a, at a wedding. We'll let it slide, and then we'll talk about it later. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one thing I forgot to say. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Oh, no, go, go, go. I was going to say, one thing I forgot to say, I was just looking back at the article for a second. Apparently, Fat Joe back in the day said that he would never stand next to Cuban again or, or something something to those effects. So apparently that's still part of it. But I mean, look, Nas and Jay-Z got over their beef, you know, even Easy e and Dr. Dre and all them got over their beef before he died. You know, like people have been dropping beef, you know, have they've been having beef for years and letting it go. It seems at this point, only the pettiest of the petty are still going. And pun, I guess, I mean, Fat Joe still wants to be petty about it. I mean, there's nothing anybody else can do. But, you know, he was like, ain't shit going to happen. You know, you come here to celebrate him. It's not about us, you know. So I I understand where Cuban's coming from. And I feel like that, you know, I have way. I mean, I've always had mad respect for Cuban, but I have even more respect for him now. Yeah, because, I mean, I I just think that, you know, to me, there's no excuse, right? There's no excuse for not being there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even if it's, you know, even if it's something where, like, 
you know, I'm pretty sure they have mutual acquaintances, right? Oh, yeah. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm purely speculating here, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they have mutual acquaintances. That's nothing more than a phone call and, hey, man, I'm going to be on this side of the room. You stay on this side of the room. I'll be on this side mm-hmm. of the podium and you're on this side of the podium. Uh-huh. And that's it. It doesn't matter. Look, there's only going to be drama if you bring the, if you bring drama. If you go in there like thinking like you're fine and 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 you just we're not here for you. You're not here for Cuban links. We're here for for pun. Yeah. We're not here for Fat Joe. We're not here for none of the Terror Squad. Exactly, exactly. Just fucking. Did, and did I mean, at this making, I'm sure. Yeah. And you know what? The thing is, is that motherfuckers have been killing beefs, and it's been great to see. All these people who have had beef for so long, they're no longer have beef. They're getting cool, you know. I mean, shit. Even Gucci and and Jeezy squashed their beef, and then per, and then Gucci performed the song, complete this in front of him on the verses. But they still squashed the beef, and it's like if they were able to do some shit like that, and that was off some real gangster shit. Like you can y'all can oh, yeah, serve yeah, y'all can squash this shit. Like, but like like I said, it's only the pettiest of the petty right now who still maintain all those beasts from the nineties. And it's like, you know, uh, we all know King, King Petty, 50 Cent, he's, him and Ja Rule are forever gonna go to war. And I guess it's gonna be Cuban and Fat Joe for, forever, and Foxy and Lil' Kim forever. <laughs> yeah, if I'm about to say, I was about to say, like, bring up Foxy and Lil' Kim too, which is like, you know, like, what are we doing? <laughs> but I mean, I, I agree with you. Like, it's, it's especially with beef that old. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, we're all adults now. Exactly. And if it doesn't involve like attempted murder, like Jeezy and 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 Gucci's Joe did, or whatever, or whatever, because I know some somebody got shot or almost got shot or whatever. Like, yo, if it's not if it's not your life ending that causing the beef, you should be able to get over it like thirty years later. That should it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, it, it is like it's like a, like a statute of limitations. Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Un Rivera has some pretty bad mouths towards people, but you don't hear about it. Exactly. <laughs> Right? Oh, or yeah. do you remember? Do you remember when? Uh, do you remember when Action Bronson went went on? Uh, I, I forgot what. I think it might have been like some ESPN show or something. And he went on and was it was talking about how like you know he's better than Ghost and you know because they were like oh you sound like Ghostface because like oh yeah well I'm you know that was the past and like you know and then Papa Wu at some like barbecue or something like basically rolled up on him like and it was like it was like horrible like it was like and and, and you know what would possess what I've never heard that. That is news yep. to me. And the Probably nerve, the nerve. Cause like I, and I was mad at myself because when I first heard Action Bronson, I thought it was Ghost. Cause you know, Ghost is my guy. I heard it and I was just like, yo, this, sound- yeah, go ahead, Ghost. And then the, like I'm about halfway through the song and I'm like, this isn't Ghost. This ghost is somebody doing a be- yeah. I was like, yeah. this is this is somebody doing their best ghost impression. Like, what the fuck is this? Like a like a parody, Jonah? We listening to or what, what? And then I actually found out who dude was. And I mean, he got some cuts, but like, nah, bro, you don't come nowhere you near close close to ghost. Like that, right? I, you just don't say something. You know, like we were talking about on an episode the other day that some I forget who the dude is, but he just got out of jail. Some California rapper, some new dude, and he's saying that he's no, the best okay. that ever came out of and will ever come out of California. This is like that same. shit like saying you 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 better than ghost like no nigga no no first of all at that point you ain't been here long enough to to, to think that you better than ghost at all now that you've been here a little while you still not better than ghost i mean i give props to him but like no dog like that's just foolish to say i'm sorry i I said emotional reaction from somebody who just heard it and i'm right right there with you man like honestly supreme clientele is top 10 for me bruh all day no no bullshit all day but um the thing is is that with, with the action bronson thing is that 
you knew what your flow sound like. Mm-hmm. You know what you sound like. You're from you're from New York. Like you mm-hmm. you know what it's not like you're like you like listen to like you you've been rapping and then you heard a, your ghost song songs like oh shit we have a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you modeled your flow after this dude. Yep, just like Shine and Gorilla Black. Shine and Gorilla Black modeled this shit after Biggie. Yeah, people do it all the time, which is fine. Own up to it. Mm -hmm. But never, don't ever say that you're better than that person that that you modeled their flow from. Uh -uh. That's ridiculous. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. And you know he just did that shit for notoriety. Because you know he sounded a little bit like him. So if you pronounce his shit like him and kind of has a little bit of an inflection of him, that would help propel him, you know, probably. Because, of course, it would be a little controversial as long as you could still rap. And I was like, mm, I don't but it's know. it's down to, like, it's, it's, it's very close in the voice and the cadence, the cadence of it and the flow is, dude, it's fucking Ghostface. I it, mean, when you listen to that, you're like, it's Ghostface. And it's not like it was, like... A, a like a little like a song or like even an album, Mm-mm. a catalog. Every song, every fucking project, mixtapes, albums, everything. And like it's like, and the only thing different is that you're you're not rapping about you know selling drugs. You're you're rapping about food. Exactly. But yeah. um, actually, uh, side note: I just saw a picture of Action Bronson the other day. Have you seen him recently? Yeah, he's trimmed up, man. Bruh, up. I think he said he lost he like a hundred pounds at least. He lost a hundred pounds in like in like I think it was like a, like since COVID started. Yeah, and he still looked like he's smooth, almost like you know maybe a little under three. <laughs> he's still a big boy, but I mean, goddamn, I've seen him. I've seen him in concert. Um, Any good? No, really good. High energy, really good. Okay. Um, yeah, like like I said, I like Ice Bronson. I mean, I, it, to me, it's like kind of redundant. Like it's like I I, I like I listen to it like in uh, I can listen to little snippets. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm sitting there like. All over and over and over. I can go through Jay Z's whole catalog and be fine. I can go through every Wu Tang album and be fine. Like it's not like I, I ever go back to it, mm-hmm. but like it's I go you go through little spurts. But I'll tell you, Trey, the guy is all of five foot six, five foot seven. That's why and, he looked like a and, meatball. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. And he's you know he's probably I'd, I'd venture to say that at his heaviest, he's probably pushing. 350, 400 pounds, which for someone five seven, I mean Trey, you're a big guy. I'm I'm a tall guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you're 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 tall and you're 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 bigger. Mm-hmm. I'm tall, really tall and super skinny. That guy is a short knocker. <laughs> like he is a short knocker. But good, hey, good, excellent, everything with the with the concert that I saw. Like he was he was high energy all over the place, tossing out dime bags a week, <laughs> pre rolls. He uh he threw a guy off stage. Uh, that was pretty funny. Some guy hopped on stage. And he's actually kind of a, he appears to be a pretty athletic guy. I mean, you know, most big for, people were were pretty uh, athletic. Well, I can't say most big people, but some people were pretty athletic before. Because I know before my ass got fat, I used to be a pretty damn athletic. So I've always been pretty quick, even with a little extra pounds on me. So you played soccer. I could never. I I, I played hockey and basketball. Oh, man, I played I, basketball. I, never, I I ran track too, dog. Like. Mm. I can never, I can never in my life play soccer, man. That's always something that's been like, just I can't run around for fucking ninety minutes. Either. Nigga, I've never been a ninety-minute player, and I will never ever be a ninety-minute player. I'll just put that out there right now. You got like a good twenty-minute spurt here or there with me, though. Like, put me in first half, take me out, let me rest. Put me in second half. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Uh-huh. With, with the whole Fat Joe thing, like he better come out and and he better have some some form of, of public relations person step in and just and 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 figure this out because it doesn't look good. Yeah. And now that I think about it, so 
this just I know we talked about things we we're going to talk about before we got on here, but mm-hmm. this this really just popped in my head. He had a, a, a recent post about, you know, he, he has a son with autism, mm-hmm. which I did not. Know. I did not know that either. Um, you know, not saying anything, pure speculation again. I feel shade. This is the first thing. I I know. It's like when someone says something like that, like it's like they practice it. I'm sensing the cloud. (laughs) No, um, but like it's just, it's very interesting that like we find out about this like after this. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like, oh, I didn't make it there, but hey, Mm. my kid has autism. So. I know, just you know, true, just true. throwing it out there. True, 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 true. Well, just I don't know, just my mind working. True, you, know, you never know, all. you never know. But yeah, no, it's still okay. kind of unbelievable that he would skip something that big. You know what I'm saying? Dude, um, you don't miss. I mean, you don't miss you. I don't. I don't care how much you hate your your uh, your your brother. I'm not saying your brother, but your brother's fiance. You're gonna go to the wedding. Uh huh. You know exactly. And so you know, I don't care how much you hate another your brother's brother. You're gonna show up to the to to the to the street memorial to whatever they're doing out there in the Bronx. Exactly, it's only fair. Were Deez and Mero there? I'm Most likely, you. shit. It had to do with the Bronx. <laughs> they like Bronx yeah. royalty right now. <laughs> Those Shout out, out to the Bodega way. Boys, the Bodega Hive. Oh my God, Bodega Hive, hundred percent. I'm on board. <laughs> I, I've been I've been a, I've been a Bodega Boys uh, part of the Bodega Hive for many many years. Oh, me too. Me too. Hi guys, man. <laughs> All right, well, before we get up out of here, I want to talk about this one thing. And we did talk about it before, and neither one of either both of us were super surprised at this fact. But as of March 31st, 2021, Keep Your Head Up and I Get Around by Tupac reached platinum status. Yes. Unbelievable. You did not hear me wrong. Platinum status in 2021 for songs that came out in like 1993 (laughs) some shit like that you know what i'm saying like and these songs like how do they how are they not platinum status like we heard them so much back in the day if they were saying you're familiar with like tupac like well Mm -hmm. enough Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna i'm gonna go like deep cut here so like it's not like they were like uh they they put like uh checkout time they're not they were like oh yeah checkout time like as like uh or even picture me rolling or something like mm-hmm. oh it just hit platinum i'd be like okay i'm kind of nah, mm-hmm. a little bit surprised but nothing but dear mama mm-hmm. oh yeah that one just got tr- uh triple platinum the same day dear mama yeah. but you know what yeah, it is is and we've we've actually talked about this on the show a bunch of times because i think it's retarded but it's the way that they count sales now through streams i think it's like when you get like a hundred thousand streams of one song that counts as a stream of the album so it's just like if you've got people now starting to stream these songs that's going to give an album sale on that album which would have been had to purchase hard copy back in the day all right so let me ask you this then because this i'm fully naive to how all this works so i guess i understand that like x x amount of listens equates to however many purchases Mm -hmm. Which is probably a lot. It's probably like a thousand because I have a couple of buddies that are. Now I'm pretty sure it's like a, it's either it ten thousand. Like 50. they get nothing per stream. Like it's yeah. like it's it's not a lot. It's like yeah. eight cents, mm-hmm. maybe not even that. So what about the albums that? So if if those albums are purchased, does that song fall under that album? Or are we talking strictly singles here, like single sales? No, it's like the, if the album is sold, that's an album sale. Like if the whole thing is purchased electronically, that's a sale. But okay. they'll take like if you listen to I don't know I don't think it's a hundred thousand times I think it's like ten thousand times. But like say if you listen to Picture Me Rolling ten thousand times, 
that will equal one album sale for that album that it's on. So, well, no, my question is, so like, let's say, for instance, like, um, all eyes on me, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just throw all eyes on me out there. Yeah. So that album, we'll just even use the all eyes on me song from that album. There you go. Of me trying to have to figure out other songs on that uh-huh. that double C. <laughs> so if it does every if if a th- if a million of those records are sold, do all the songs within that record also hit platinum, or is it just individual single sales from that album? I Meaning think- that like if a, if a million are sold under under that, uh, do all the other songs within that album fall under the umbrella, or is it that's just for the album, and then you have to sell individual individual singles from each album a million times in order to achieve platinum platinum, I platinum think, status i think the second one that you just said okay yeah that's what i kind of figured because i mean there's no possible way that like yeah tupac hasn't gone you know i mean i, I don't remember what album dear mama was off of i want to say it was oh man i should probably know this it's it's way early do you have it no. So now we, we I, I have the album cover in my head, but I can't think. It's of him it. standing against a wall. Uh huh. With his foot up, and it's a brown. I just can't remember. Okay. God damn it. So, this is what happens when you get older, dog. <laughs> I know. Me. So much fucking uh, music. Um, no, it, it was. Because uh, this is gonna this is gonna bug the hell out of me. <laughs> There's people probably yelling right now at the. <laughs> 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 they're like they're yelling at like everyone. Like, What's wrong with you? Do you know what it is? <laughs> Me against the world. Yes, I think. Uh-huh. That's that's it. the one album I'm thinking of. Him leaning against the wall. Because me against the song "Me Your Against Mom. the World" yep. and "Dear Mama" yeah. are on the same. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Yep. God damn it! So See, I, I knew the album cover. I could visualize exactly. I could visualize the album cover, but I just can't. I can't. And like I said, I knew it was my favorite album of his, but like I just had See, God damn it. Too much. Well, hey, what, what's I wonder what I mean? Changes had to have gone platinum super duper quick. Oh, I would remember I would that assume. was because yeah, that, that was no, that was weird, everywhere. Weird. That was high school. Yeah, I and mean, this was post, you know, post him passing away. Mm-hmm. Obviously, oh yeah. Well, uh, I guess no, I was still kind of old. It wasn't that too long after he passed away, but true. But yeah, that I mean, that song had to have gone crazy. I'm pretty sure it has, or it, it did a long time ago. But I mean, you never it, know. Shit, it could go later on this year. <laughs> Right. I mean, it's just like we were talking about earlier. Like, it's like with, um, you know, before we got on, it's, it's, you would expect Dear Mama to be played so many times during which holiday? Mother's Day. Exactly. So, so it's like, it's just like you mentioned, you're like, even when it's not Mother's Day, you can still hear that song everywhere. It's not like it's like some like, you know, deep cut B real shit, you know, like some like, some stuff that we've never heard, like the all the numbered Machiavelli albums, and like you know, it's this it was a pretty big song, and that that's just that that floors me that that just received platinum status. All Eyes on Me came out in '95, uh-huh. so 26 years, or not All Eyes on Me, Me Against the World, excuse me, Me Against the World came out 26 years ago. That's crazy, bro. 26 years ago on March 14th. So I mean, damn near, you know, right over. 26 years that that song has been out. One of those, I mean, the songs that, that I associate Tupac with, that, and, and certainly the layman, you know, the one that doesn't listen to a lot of hip-hop music or Tupac, uh-huh. they even understand, they know that song. Hell so, no. That's what, well, they don't listen. First of all, a lot of these new cats, a lot of these young, younger cats, they don't go back to listen to hip-hop that far back. 
even the rappers, which I always thought was weird, because I'm like, okay, if you're gonna be in a profession, you need to know about the the background of that profession and you know the shit that's come before you. But I, at least I would think so. But yeah, they don't. They said, remember they like Lil Uzi Vert and all. Of them was like, I've never listened to Biggie. I've never listened to Tupac. I think that this is overrated. Blah blah blah. I was like, oh, okay, y'all live y'all life. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's it called? Uh, God, what the fuck is his name? He just got in. I just saw it in the news. Uh, he just got in a fight with somebody. Lil Xan. Oh, oh Jesus Christ, that one. <laughs> Remember, he almost got he almost got the shit kicked out of him. He had to call the police uh-huh. because he was he was somewhere in California, and he said that basically that Tupac was trash. He was better than him, and he was overrated. And then he went somewhere, and then well, people that like Tupac showed up. Yeah. And, and he had to to promptly call the police and and yeah I mean uh-huh. it's that's what happens when you talk shit and you don't know what's going on come on like but that's also the thing Trey is like you know it's and you see a lot again this is old man old man radio here guys right. so if you're, you don't listen to old man radio turn it off for the next minute yeah um, <laughs> tell your friends um, <laughs> but uh it's like when you see these youngsters and they're wearing like like Metallica shirts or like Queen shirts or Black Sabbath shirts. Uh-huh. And you're like, look, I listen to a lot of groups that are way before my time, right? Not even just in hip hop music, but all across the general spectrum. rock yep. music. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you think I've ever been to a Creedence Clearwater Revival concert? No, <laughs> I listen to I listen to it. No. I've never been to I've never seen Queen live. Love Queen. Mm-hmm. My point being is that if you're gonna if you're gonna listen to this stuff and you're gonna Look at the roots, man. Exactly. Listen, listen to all the stuff that where where it originated, where it originated from, and where it came from, and 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 what you're representing. Because it's not I, again. I don't want to do the old man bit, but like <laughs> it's like you're not gonna music nowadays doesn't have that that longevity that it had back in the day. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of artists that come out nowadays that have a catalog. There's artists that come out that have an album, sure. Uh, maybe a few singles with uh-huh. uh, with albums that have no n- nothing of substance in them, uh-huh. but um, you don't have groups anymore, rock music, rap music, that's very hip hop, whatever that that have longevity, uh-huh. and because everything now is just quick, 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 quick. Everyone okay. wants to be in and out. Quick, we call quick, it quick. the fast food food co- uh, music culture. Hundred percent. So it's like all these people should be doing, should be listening to all this old music. Before they get too damn old, because there's going to come a time when you're going to try to go back and listen to your music and tell your kids about the music, and you're going to be like, "He had one song, yeah." And it's like you like like this? Oh yeah, man, he was awesome for one song. For one song, yeah. You know, it's like, you know, I mean, it's it's like me sitting here talking about how awesome Jay Quan was, like, <laughs> or like, you know, it's like, what am I going to do? Like, if, like, do you imagine how embarrassed I would be if I were like, be like, oh. What, Hey, Grandpa, what'd you listen to as a kid? Oh, man, Jay Kwan, man. Everyone in the club was getting tipsy. Oh, what else did he have? Oh, yeah, no, no, that was it. <laughs> that was the song, though. <laughs> God, that was such a college, like... Tipsy, man. That song... Chingy was there. St. Lunatics, all the other St. Louis guys. That song was such a bad time because it definitely came during, like, the college ratchet days, so it was perfect. Oh, that's what I'm saying. That was, I was trying to think of, like... Okay, so I, here's one for you real quick. I know you're trying to... We, we, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta wrap it up. Mm-hmm. But... How well do you think Lil John is gonna translate to like that era of music with Lil John with Yin Yang Twins with like 
how is that going to translate like to the future? Like when we're because we listen to all those songs in college. Like, well, if they're already trying to cancel people for like Eminem for songs that he did like back in like 2004, oh. then when they finally get back to like the Yin Yang Twins and Lil Jon and Ooh. even early Pitbull and. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Trick Daddy. <laughs> like, it's go- it's gonna be a lot of cancel culture flying through hip hop, oh, man. Gotta be a lay low. Because <laughs> you're right. I mean, like it, it's like slowly but surely the cancer culture is coming in. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Jesus, what do you think Eminem was rapping about that stuff for? It was shock value, exactly. And it's just like that's what Lil Nas X is doing. It's exactly, exactly. Right, and it's shocking it the fuck through. out of y'all. <laughs> Dude, when that came out, when, when Eminem first came out, it was like, you're like, holy shit, man. What the fuck is this guy on? Dude, because like, his first song sounded like a, it sounded like it was belonged in a goddamn cartoon. The, yeah, like the little 100%. beat to it, like, the, hi, my name is, I mean, like, and then the beat that was on it, like, it just sounded like it was I, animated. It, I was like, you like violin. <laughs> Do you want to see me That's stick nine inch nails out. through each one of my eyelids? Like, what? Exactly. <laughs> Oh, they're going to be mad. How do you, you can't cancel that guy. Come on, man. And it was like, we knew what it was like back in, you know, like like, it wasn't anything like, I mean, you know, the stars who, who he was going at, like, oh, I don't want you to put me in my song. Obviously, I wouldn't want him to put me in the song either, but I'm going to laugh because the shit was fucking hilarious. Like, yeah. Like, y'all. That was like punishment, man. You don't want to do that. (laughs) Also, hey, just think about like, if you, if you, we're adults now, so we understand what is. You and I will have conversations off air that mm-hmm. are very vulgar and whatever. We talk to each other a different way than we talk to each other on here. Right? Exactly, exactly. You know, professional, Sem- semi-professional. Yeah, semi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that being said, if you listen to some of the early shit from Eminem, there's a lot of stuff where you're just like, mm-hmm. it's, that's why I stopped like, listening to Eminem. Was that oh, was a lot of that early shit? Because yo, I don't, I can't, I lost count of how many ways he killed Kim. I count lost count how many times Yeah, a lot of songs. Like he the, the how many times he was talking about his mom's like in this different fucked up shit. Bruh, I was just like, you know what? Like I don't even know. Like I'm I'm just tired of it. <laughs> I can't no more. I can't listen yeah, to these words, two bitches get killed. There's a word that he says that rhymes with maggot that mm-hmm. is is very prevalent in mm-hmm. a lot of his songs. Mm-hmm. That word does not work anymore. Nope. <laughs> now you see, if they were going to cancel him, they would probably try that for that. But at the same time, like he's kind of he's kind of grown and he don't use it no more. So it's just like you know, can y'all count growth in that shit, or are y'all just gonna? Yeah, and that's the thing. You should always count growth because like, you always got to take that into account. Because you know what, I used that word back in the day. Hey, man. You want to come jump off this bridge with me into this water, or you want to stop acting like a? Uh, yeah, you know, this is a word you use, like just like. But now we understand now that that word is not okay. Exactly. So let's hope people aren't digging deep in the catalog on that one. <laughs> that, that guy has that guy has more evidence against him, against him than R. Kelly and well, that whole cult thing and everything. Well, we'll see. We'll All see. Right. We'll see what the cancel culture kids want to do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Who, who's a, who's offended tomorrow? Basically. All right, well, that's going to be it for the show today. Again, thank you, my friend, for being uh, on. Hey, brother. Hey, thank you so much for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. Of course. We've been talking about doing this for a long time. It's always – hopping on you in a podcast is just like – it's it's just so free-flowing. It's You're my brother, man. I, I love you. <laughs> I love you too, thank brother. You so much. No problem. 
But before we get up out of here, we like to give recommendations. So is there anything that you want to recommend to the people out there? It can be music, movies, TV shows, books, whatever. I got, Video I games. Got for you. Okay. I got for you, actually. Okay. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, that's going to be one thing. I do at Disney Plus. You got to get the uh, the subscription or you can just borrow it from one of your friends, mm-hmm. which is what people do. Exactly. Um, and uh, I would just check out anything from the Bad Baby catalog. <laughs> You, know, <laughs> you petty as fuck. <laughs> hey, 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 one of those recommendations seriously, and then take the other one as watching Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Oh man. Oh my god. I'm done with you. <laughs> Any more bourbon? <laughs> oh my goodness. My thing that I'm going to recommend right now is um is actually you know I'm gonna go out the box and I'm gonna go in my my I'm digging my other bag of tricks and I'm gonna uh, suggest a comic book run. Um, it's a little bit long, but you might be able to find it like in it's like it's an actual entirety at some point. But um in the new X Men series in Marvel, they have the they had this competition called the Ten of Swords, and it was essentially. Two different groups of mutants, the mutants of Krakoa, which are the mutants of Earth, honestly, because now all the mutants on Earth are citizens of the island nation of Krakoa. They're all sovereign citizens as soon as their you know powers manifest, and they can basically go through portals to go anywhere on Earth and other places and shit like that. Um, but then there's the mutants that live on another island called Araco. Apparently, Araco got sent somewhere else. I can't remember exactly right now. But it used to be part of Krakoa and it broke in half. Apparently, Apocalypse is the one who broke it in half as one of the first mutants. So those mutants went over this way and went to some dimension where they're full of war. And that's all they've done for years. And these mutants are over here chilling now. You know, our mutants, the ones that we're normal with. Basically, the competition was set up between the mistress or the magistrates or whatever you want to call it. She rules this place called Otherworld, which is like just another dimension. But she's all powerful. She rules uh, or she basically her name is Saturnine and she she protects the multiverse, basically. And she put up a competition between both groups and they basically had to send people in with actual swords to do different combats. But then it was like, it threw you off because not every fight was an actual sword fight. So like, you know, some people were there and you didn't know why they were there. Like there's this one character, Cypher, whose mutant power is to decipher other languages and like be able to speak them as soon as he hears them and understand them as soon as he hears them and shit like that. This motherfucker was chosen to be one of the swords people. He was like, I don't know how to sword fight. Sword. <laughs> <laughs> so you know like but a rack of mutants like even storm she's not known for storm fi- uh, sword fighting but she was in there with a sword you know all these people went in there and it was it was it was actually a really good run a lot of the fights were really vicious and then the uh, whole end of the thing was was vicious so if anybody gets a chance or y'all are interested uh it's a it's a it's a pretty long run i think it's in 22 parts um where can they, where can they find uh, you can probably definitely, uh, if you go to like the, what was it, Marvel Unlimited app, if, uh, you would sign up for that, you can, uh, you can read it, you can read through it through there. Uh, it's, it's, it's a kind of an, it's, it might be a little bit of annoying thing, and I apologize if it is, because it's, it's spread up between different books. So like different, uh, different X titles have like basically yeah. things that tie into it as part of it, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, part three could be in a Wolverine book. Part four could be in an Excalibur book. Part five could be in an X-Force book. It's it's really weird. But, um, it's all over the place. Yeah, but I think they might have, like, at this point, just one that just puts the whole thing together, like, all of those issues together as one. So if, if they find that, that'd be your best bet, is to just find the compilation of it. 
where it's all one book. It's it was really tight yeah. to read through, and some of the people that they fought were ridiculous. Like there was this one chick from the other side. Her mutant power was to never lose. How do you be someone that doesn't ever lose? You don't. <laughs> so that's why, like, they were they were. That's why when the whole like this whole like big fight started between the both sides uh, after the competition, and like they were like, you know, well, we're gonna win because homegirl's on our side, right? And homegirl was looking over the battle. And she stepped to the other side, and they were like, oh, fuck. <laughs> hey, that's a heady play. That's a heady play in my book. Well, if you can, if your power play. is to not lose, you're going to be on the side that wins. So That's a heady play. Exactly. Like I think it took one oh. event for her to see, but it's like, oh, well, that. <laughs> I, I got one more for you. What's up, Something not to watch. Okay. Well, I mean, if you want to. Um, the Kong versus Godzilla versus Kong, Kong versus Godzilla. Saw it last night. You didn't like it? <laughs> no, it was it was just not. There, there wasn't a lot of character focus. I mean, obviously, you know, it's a two giant monsters fighting each other. Yeah. I understand <laughs> that there's not a lot of character development in that, but but it was just. It almost seemed like like the humans just. It was no point in them being there. You know, the little girl from uh, from Stranger Things mm-hmm. and the little um, fat nigga from Deadpool. <laughs> the fat dude from Deadpool, yeah. yeah. The fat dude from Deadpool, who just pretty much plays the same character over and over again. Uh, just angry, 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 big New Zealander. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just, it kind of just seemed like it was like, I could have been better suited just to watch two monsters just straight up fist fighting for a couple hours than watching them try to interweave these these characters into it. Like, like it actually, like they actually mattered. Yeah. Ultimately, you're a big giant ape and you're a big giant giant lizard. Uh-huh. There's nothing that these humans are going to do that are really going to impact you. So like, let's just cut out the, let's just trim the fat. We're not, we not really I, here I just, for y'all. <laughs> I just want to see, yeah, I just want to see two. I don't need to, yeah, you know, but yeah, so, yeah don't watch that. But <laughs> if, if, you know, if you like it, watch it, I guess, but it was worthless. And, and I'm listening, I'm watching it on a, a giant, nice television with a, with a nice surround sound. So it's not mm-hmm. like I'm, watching on my phone and doing it doing it a disservice true i I gave it a chance it was just it was rough man it was (laughs) well on that note (laughs) very negative note i actually thought that the fight scenes were cool but like you said i ain't nothing about the humans was cool so (laughs) yeah Y'all know where y'all can find us. Y'all can find us on Instagram and Twitter at HQ Podcast. And yes, that is all spelled out. You can find us for your listening pleasure on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Republic, and Google Podcasts. And go to Facebook.com and search for Hip Hop Heads Podcast. And you can also find us that way. And that's the end of the show. Thank y'all for listening. Everybody take care of yourselves. Be good. And if you can't be good, be the best that you can be. All right? Absolutely. 100%. I agree with that. And as my man Chris would say, make your mama proud. Just make sure you make, make your, your mama, mama proud. proud. <laughs> All right. Okay. We out of here. Hey, thanks again for having me, man. Of course, thanks brother. Thanks for listening, man. I really appreciate you guys listening. Yes, sir. But we out of here, dog. Peace. Later.